If you're going to build something from nothing, you've got to know what really works. I took a $1,000 loan and built a $5 billion business, and now I make smart investments in new businesses on Shark Tank. This is Barbara Corcoran, and you're listening to Business Unusual. This week on Business Unusual, I'm going to be answering all of the great questions you guys keep sending me in on business, life, how to move forward, how to jump over obstacles. Come on, I'm good at it, and I want to share my advice. But first, I've hired thousands of people in my life, and I'm in a good position to tell you, you need to dress well to get the job you want. I spent my first $340 commission check on a god-awful new fancy coat because I already understood at 23 the importance of looking the part in business. By the time I was ready to hire my first commission salesperson and then my first employee, I judged people by how they looked, and I've never changed since. I don't know if that's a nice thing to do, but I can tell you as a boss, most bosses I know do it that way. Here's my short checklist to make sure you look the part for the position you want to get. Number one, be aware of your posture when you walk in. Do you know I eliminate two out of three people that walk into my office based on their posture? I eliminate one in three entrepreneurs on Shark Tank based on their posture. What I read in people's posture is how secure they are, how confident they are. And if their shoulders are slumped and their head is cocked forward and they're shifting from foot to foot, I assume they don't have confidence. Number two, practice your handshake. I put a heck of a lot in someone's handshake. When I'm interviewing someone and they shake my hand, I'm looking for a firm handshake. Everybody knows that without squeezing my hand so I have to run to the emergency room. But I also want someone who's going to make contact with the inner part of my thumb. Now picture that for a minute. It's that little piece that's between your pointer finger and your thumb. You want to push that in gently and make sure the person you're connecting with feels that part of the hand. Do you know I've learned over time that if people don't make that connection, they're not trustworthy. And I put a lot of credence in that. So I'm looking for that connection even more than I am the firm handshake. Number three, always look the interviewer in the eyes. When someone's not looking me in the eyes, they might not be hiding anything, but I assume they are and I don't trust them back. Look the guy or the gal who's interviewing you straight in the eye. Next, dress in your Sunday best. That doesn't mean a flouncy skirt and something you'd wear to your junior prom. I'm talking about something you might wear to the church or the synagogue so that you look respectable. You want to be in that middle of neatness and well-dressed without attracting attention. That's what everyone in the world wants to hire. And last, I know this sounds silly, but don't wear four-inch heels if you're a woman. Every time a woman walks in for an interview, I note her shoes immediately. What I want to see is shoes that look like that woman can work. If she has delicate strappy shoes on or a high heel, I know she's not a worker. Call me crazy if you want, but let me tell you, again, I've hired thousands of people and these are my short checklist items I use every day to hire the right ones. And now it's time to answer your questions on Business Unusual. Rita from Canada tweeted, I have an idea for an existing product improvement, but I don't know what to do. It's a great idea. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Okay, Rita, the first thing you should do is go online and actually search for your new product or something similar to it. 
This gives you an idea of the business landscape, whether there's something out there, whether it's selling well, what they're selling it for, does it have a fault, or is it even the perfect product that you had in mind? Don't go a step farther until you find out if it's already out there. Next, you should go out and get a three-dimensional drawing of the product, or better, a prototype if you could afford it. But if you must rely on a three-dimensional drawing, make sure it's clear as a bell so anyone looking at it can get it on first sight. You want to take the drawing or prototype out to the market and start to survey people who actually are in the position to buy the product if it existed. And you don't want to ask them, do you like it? Because people want to please you and they'll tell you they like it. What you want to ask instead is, can you tell me what's wrong with this product? How could I make it better? How could I improve it? And really listen to what they have to say. While you're testing the product, you should also ask those people, what would you pay for the product? So that you could arrive at a range after speaking to five or six people as to roughly what you could sell it for. Then the last thing to do is simply produce the product if you've gotten the perfect feedback and you, of course, want to produce it as cheaply as you can by price shopping with at least five suppliers. There's my best advice, Rita. I wish you the best of luck. Greg from Toronto tweeted, do you have any tips or ideas for getting unstuck? I'm in a little bit of a rut myself and itching to get out and get moving again. First off, Greg, make sure you're doing some physical exercise. It's probably not the answer you want to hear initially, but it's so important because there's no substitute for getting your body in motion to get your brain to follow. And if you're not self-motivated and you can't get started on that, find a friend or an acquaintance you can meet with and exercise with. Run with them, bike with them, but do something to get your body moving. All of us, by our very nature, procrastinate on physical exercise, and I have found that in not getting things done, it almost always starts with the fact that I'm lethargic and not moving physically. Once you're physically moving, the next thing you want to do is sit and make a list of what's really bugging you, what's getting in the way of you moving forward. I think when you put it all down on paper, it makes it crystal clear, and you can actually start attacking the little emotional or intellectual things that are getting in your way. Once you have the what's bugging me list, you want to sit down and actually figure out how to get rid of all those items because those are the things that either emotionally or intellectually get in all of our ways of moving forward. And the very last step is to look at the description of what you really want to be doing and then setting yourself a deadline to get there. Once you get a clear description on paper of what you really want to do, your next charge is simply, you're going to have to do it. So give yourself a deadline and get yourself committed to getting exactly what you want out of life and start moving toward it. And that's all the questions we have time for today. If you have a question, tweet it at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success on Business Unusual. Business Unusual is part of the iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Be sure to follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.